You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our weekly look at the Kansas City Royals, the red-hot Kansas City Royals with Jeffrey Flanagan. Jeffrey, uh, the role continues here, uh, and Royals have a big series at home against the Yankees this week, something we would not expect to have been saying a month ago at this time. Yeah, I, and I guess that goes both for both teams, too. I think the yeah. Yankees were were a team that uh, was pretty much ready to punt and brought the kids. Now they got a new life, and I know they had a good series against the Orioles over the weekend. And The Royals obviously had a terrific road trip, uh, took two out of three from, from Miami and two out of three from Boston, a pretty exciting Sunday night game, and, and they've won seven straight series now, and they just keep rolling along. Um, and, of course, this is, like you mentioned, there's a big series against the Yankees or uh, as, as we're recording this, Dylan G is going on Monday night, and he's obviously the weakest of their starting rotation. But uh, who knows? Maybe he's had some past luck against the Yankees. Maybe he'll, he'll do it again. Well, you mentioned the uh, the Sunday night game in Boston. The Royals took that series, and they took it in dramatic fashion with an eight-run sixth inning. It was sparked by Raul Mondesi's three-run triple. Um, first of all, you just – Think about an eight-run sixth inning uh, to, to take a series against a, a fellow contender, um, and the Royals just clearly continue to have something special going on. But then Mondesi, in particular, uh, you know, there's a young man who you know gets lauded for his defensive game, offensive game is still a work in progress. Of course, that was a big boost for him. Yeah, it really was, and that that was an inning that really kind of reminded everyone of, of last year's Royals and, and earlier in the season Royals were. Uh, their famous saying, just keep the line moving, and, and that's exactly what they did that inning. And uh, Salvador Perez drew a big walk after getting down 0-2, and it's, as you know, it's pretty hard to walk Salvador Perez, and somehow they managed to do it. And uh, that just got everybody going. I think that lowered the bases, and uh, they they just did the little things in that inning, too. They had a couple of you know little infield hits that they beat out, and then you know then the uh, the Red Sox went to the bullpen, and all of a sudden the the Royals started bombing the ball all over the park, and the next thing you know, they have eight runs for the first time in an inning since 2014. And uh, probably didn't see that one coming, but maybe we should with the way the Royals are playing right now. Our colleague Richard Justice wrote a column the other day, said the Royals have never been a more dangerous team. And part of his argument for that was his argument that the bullpen might, in fact, be better than ever, which is a scary thought, of course, especially with Wade Davis out of the picture, but coming back soon. What do you think of that thought? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, <clears throat> Wade is scheduled to, uh, to go on Monday night here uh, for what might be his last rehab start, although Ned has talked that they do want to have him go uh, back-to-back outings in, in, on his rehab before he gets brought back to the big leagues, which will probably be after the September 1st call, so they don't have to make a roster move <clears throat> in the meantime, and uh, a lot of uh, this great bullpen work is from guys that you really didn't count on uh, back in spring training of, of really being a factor. You know, Peter Moylan didn't make the team out of spring. Matt Strom obviously wasn't on the team in the spring, and he's just been an unbelievable find. And uh, Luke, you know, without Luke Holchaver too, and without Wade, and guys like Chris Young have stepped up. Uh, I think Joaquin Soria has ten straight scoreless outings now, and uh, everybody just contributed. Their, their amazing streak. Uh, I think it was 41 and two-thirds or something, 41 and a third, finally came to an end uh, in Boston. But uh, they've turned around and uh, are starting a new streak now. So, uh, yeah, it's been the backbone of the team. They're getting their big big boy, Wade Davis, back. So that bodes well for September. 
any other thoughts on uh, September call-ups and, and what might happen there? Well, yeah, the one thing we always know this time of year is Terrence Gore is going to be part of that call-ups because uh, he brings a, a, a weapon to to Ned's arsenal that few teams in the league have because, uh, you know, I can remember last couple of Septembers, he's won games almost single-handedly in the ninth by uh, either stealing second or third or going first to home on, on singles or whatever crazy thing happened. He's got that kind of electrifying speed. So, uh, yeah, he'll be definitely the call up. And after that, it's kind of anybody's guess. Uh, you know, they, they'll bring up some, you know, a couple of arms, you know, for the back end of the bull, I mean, for the front end of the bullpen. So, uh, in case they do get in a blowout game or something like that, they don't have to spend, uh, their good pitch, good relievers on that. But, uh, hard to say, uh, you know, it won't be anybody, I don't think, like Bubba Starling or any of those guys. Uh, uh, they're pretty deep right now. You'll probably, you might see another infielder um, just in case they have to do some substituting and stuff like that. But de- definitely Terrence Gore for sure. Uh, you mentioned Matt Strom, and it's a natural topic of, of conversation. He was uh, converted to relief work uh, to you know to monitor his workload uh, late in the season, and uh, of course they plan to have him uh, in a starting role next season. But boy, it's it's hard to ignore what a relief weapon he is. Um, you just kind of wonder if, if maybe this is the, the long-term set. What do you think of that? Yeah, I've really thought about that a lot, too. And, and you know, they they kind of get criticized for not developing their own starters. You know, right now they just have Danny and Giordano, Danny Duffy and Giordano Ventura. And I think that's what's kind of led the, the organization to think that Matt Strom could be a weapon in, in, the, in the rotation next year. But, you know, this team, has been, since Dayton Moore got here, has been built on defense and a great bullpen. And – until the last month, they had not really been a great bullpen, been very good, but not elite like they have in the past. And one of the things that's made them elite again is a guy like Matt Strom, who's come in and uh, he's had nine straight scoreless outings, and he's just they're not only just scoreless outings, he's wiping people out. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the organization might rethink that a little bit uh, <laughs> going into next year and say, hey, look, we we got a left-hander here who can throw 97 with a wipeout curve. You know, we kind of need that in the bullpen right now. So, you know, you won't have Luke Hochever next year probably. Uh, who knows what you're going to have down there outside of Wade Davis and Kelvin Herrera. So definitely that's, that's probably going to be a consideration. You also mentioned Peter Moylan earlier, and you talk about a real godsend for this bullpen. He signed at the end of spring camp, called up in May. He's 37 years old. He's Australian, of course. Um, it, it, this is one of those uh, – one of those where relationship, the prior relationship with Dayton Moore really paid off. So those guys go back to their Atlanta days. But, um, boy, talk about a nice find. And, and the Royals have kind of led the league in, in nice, widely finds the last few years. <laughs> they do. They're not afraid to take chances like that. And, um, you know, Peter had, had pitched only sparingly last year for the Braves. And uh, they gave him a shot in spring. And, uh, you know, he's he's got that sidewinding delivery. And, it's really tough on right-handers, and Ned really has uh, done a really good job of, of when to use him. You know, he's, he's, he's put him in positions to succeed uh, by just basically going against right-handers. It's not as effective against left-handers, but that's why they got Matt Strom down there. So, yeah, he's been a big addition, and uh, he's been a, a, a terrific find. And uh, just kind of typical, I tip your hat to the scouting department, too. Um, and another guy we didn't mention too actually was Chin Ming Wong, who you know really only comes in and, and mop up games or you know when they go into extra innings or something like that. And he's really been phenomenal his last few times out too. So uh, everything's clicking down there. 
So, Jeffrey, on July 31st, the Royals' uh, playoff probability was 0%. Zero. It's now risen <laughs> to 5%, which, you know, when you compare that to zero, that's pretty good. Um, what do you think here? What's going to happen here? Are they going to do it? I just want a prediction out of you. I want a bold prediction. Uh, bold prediction. Well, first of all, I it want to go have to get on the record. Division. Are they going to get into October in any, in any way, shape, okay. or form? Well, first of all, I wanted to say that those prediction models, I don't even know how they do them, but those have to be the silliest things that get sent to me by email <laughs> that there ever are. But it's like, what are the odds that Anthony can fly to the moon tomorrow? I'll put that at 0%, and I'm a genius, right? So, I mean, it, right. of course, you know, when you're sitting eight games out or nine games or 11 games out of the division, yeah, your, your odds are going to be real low. When you're in the wild card game and you're down 7-2 to two, in the eighth inning or whatever, yeah, your odds are going to be really low. Thanks for the scoop. But anyway, uh, I'm going to say they make it, uh, but it's not going to be easy because I, I still think this team, you know, they, they've spent a lot of energy here in the last month, you know, racing back into it. It's kind of like a horse in a horse race that, you know, started out way behind and then made a terrific charge, and but he got to the back stretch and, and we got down to the final stretch and maybe runs out of gas. I, I'm not saying this team will, but. I'm going to be curious to see how much energy they have uh, down the stretch of September. Uh, I just think through their experience and their character and their will, they'll find a way to get in, a, in a, into October, at least in a wild card game. All right. There you have it. We're going to hold them through that. That's Jeffrey Flanagan. I want to thank him for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.